Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome, everybody. Oh, it's me, Grancis. Yeah, just popping in here for a, for a lovely holiday special. This is the adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, the original and immortal stories of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle dramatized anew with Sir Moot as, well, Dr. Moot Watson and Sir Sullivan Slight in the role of, well, Sully Holmes. Pull up a chair, sit by the fire. We hope you enjoy. Christmas. Christmas in our London of the 1880s, with the sparkle around the gaslights and the glow on the hurrying passersby laden with mysterious parcels, with candled shop windows heaping with toys, with tinkling hansoms hastening past, with a million tall trees and a million tall drawing rooms. Christmas. And in the glow and glory of it, I called it Baker Street to see my old friend, Sullivan Holmes. Compliments of the season, Holmes! Yeah? Who? What? Who's that? Compliments of the season, Holmes. Oh, moots you. Good evening, how do you do? I say it's a deuced cold greeting for the time of year. Or don't you believe in the Christmas spirit? Oh, yeah, of course I do, my dear fellow. It's just, I I am, like, profoundly engaged. My mind is someplace else. Close the door, Moo. Come on in. There's a a confounded din from the street. Yes, I got a word of the day. Dictionary. Yes, that's much better. Sit down, won't ya? Of course. If if you're engaged, Holmes, I'd better not stay. I... I've still some visits to make to my patients. Oh, no, 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 of course. You know how glad I am to always have you, an old friend, to discuss my problems, you know? And you help yourself to some whiskey and soda. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I can do that. Thank you, thank you. And just tell me what you think of that. Think of what? That. Hanging on the back chair there. I've been contemplating it for the last half hour. Uh, well, 
Sully, that's only a hat. It's a simple, hard black hat. Just so. You'd best sit down with me by the fire and tell me about it, and I'll brew some punch. Excellent. Excellent, Mooch. Okay, so you know where everything is, of course. Meanwhile, I'll tell you the tale of this hat, and I ask you to consider it, Moot, not not as a battered old billy cock, but as like an intellectual problem. Uh, Well, it's hard for me to not consider things as a battered old billy cock, but I will do my best. Uh, let me find the nutmeg grater first, and then I'll be ready. So bougie. Where at the... Oh, yes. Ah, here it is. Well, then. So, you know Peterson, the commissioner at the hotel in the corner? Oh, yeah. Sure. Why? Is it her hat? No. Her trophy. What? Trophy? Well, she found it. So the owner is unknown. It arrived here, Moot, in company with a fine, fat, Goose, which I have no doubt at this moment is roasting merrily in front of the Peterson's fire. Oh, well, a goose and a hat. No doubt the connection's obvious, but, uh, or, um, uh, uh, where did you, where do you put the lemons, my dear Sully? Lemons? Tried to gas the jean stand. Mm, nope. Oh, well, then how about that? Like, really a fucking ugly bamboo smoking companion that Mrs. Hudson will insist on settling down beside the sofa every afternoon. Ah, yes. Here we are. <laughs> okay. Well, now, so the facts are these. Peterson, who is a very honest person, as you know was returning about four o'clock this morning from some small seasonal jollification and uh, walking homeward down the Totterton Court Road. <laughs> I love a good jollification. You know that about me, Sully. Uh, but can you stir the fire a little bit? My hands are pretty full over here. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But whatever. Of course. So, in front of her, there, in the gaslight, Peterson suddenly saw a tallish man with a stick, walking with a slight stagger, and uh, carrying a white goose over his shoulder. Uh-huh. Why does this feel like a game of Mad Libs? No, no, stay with me. So as he reached the corner of Warren Street, this man was suddenly set upon by a crowd of roughs. So like one of them knocked the hat off, and then he raised his stick to defend himself, but he accidentally swung it against his shop window and just smashed the glass. Oh, oh, oh uh, well, what happened next, Sully? <laughs> Well, so Peterson, who is still wearing her commissioner's uniform, rushed to the man's assistance. But the fellow, shocked at breaking that window and then seeing a person in uniform running up to him, just dropped his goose and just took to his heels. Uh, uh, Yeah, I probably would have done the same. So the roughs, they did the same too, leaving Peterson master of the field of battle. She brought both bird and hat to me. There was a card on the bird's leg with For Mrs. Henry Baker written on it, and the initials HB are written on the label inside the hat. Aha! So, but of course, there are some thousands of people named Baker in this great city of ours, so it has been my little occupation for this last hour or so trying to deduce the exact identity of this one. From, from, from the hat? Yes, Moot. The owner of this hat moot, highly intellectual, fairly well-to-do, but in the space of the last three years seemed to have fallen on evil days. He used to have foresight, but he has less now than formerly. 
I think he's probably taken to drink, which would also perhaps account for the fact that his wife no longer loves him. Oh, oh geez, Sully. Her middle age goes out little, has grizzled hair, which he anoints with lime cream, and he has been to the barbers lately. It is also extremely improbable that he has gas laid on in his house. Oh, come on. Sully, surely you're joking. Mm-mm. Now, I've seen you at this kind of thing before, of course, many, many, many times, but this is going too far. His wife, Sully? Yeah. You said she'd stopped loving him. That hat hasn't been brushed for weeks, Moot. Weeks. You know what that means. I feel like I'm out of the loop on my hat game. The hats need to be brushed? What? Okay, well, okay, when I see you, Moot, with such an accumulation of dust on your respectable headgear, I shall expect you to be returning to your old quarters here within the next day or two. Oh, Sully, you have an answer for everything. Wonderful, wonderful. Except the gas. The fact that there's no gas laid on in the house... Now that really is impossible. Oh, not at all. One tallow stain, or even two, might come by chance. But when I see no less than five, five moot, I think there can be little doubt that the owner must be brought in frequent contact with burning tallow. Uh-huh. And he probably walks upstairs at night with his hat in one hand and a, and a guttering candle in the other. Anyhow, he never got tallow stains from a gas jet. Hmm? Makes sense? Pawn my soul. Pawn my soul. It's really, really most ingenious. Elementary, my dear Moot. Well, actually, it kind of more so seems like a waste of your talents, because there's been no crime committed. Uh, just nothing but the loss of a Christmas goose. That goose, <laughs> my dear fellow. Mr. Sully? Mr. Sully, sir, are you in? Uh, hello? What, what's this? Who, who is it? Yeah, come in, come in. Mr. Sully. My dear Peterson. Oh, please, call me Glim. It's it's about the goose, sir. Well, has it returned to life and flapped off through the kitchen window? You're as white as a sheet. Oh, no, praise Bahamut, no. Well, see, okay, look. Look what my wife found inside its crop. <gasps> Moot luck. This, this is... Wow, this is a treasure trove. Glim, a precious stone, one of the biggest I've ever seen. Oh, it's more than a precious stone, Moot. It's the precious stone. The blue carbuncle. Great heavens! The the Countess of Morcars? Precisely. Missing for five days. And with a descriptive advertisement every morning in the Times about it. And... A reward of a thousand gold pieces for its recovery. <gasps> a thousand gold pieces? Oh, love a duck. No, a, a goose, Glim. A blue carbuncle. Yes, yes, I, I remember it. Lost at the Hotel Cosmopolitan. That's it. And they've arrested some plumber guy who's supposed to have taken it from the Countess's jewel case. A thousand gold pieces reward. <gasps> Think of all the good I could do with that. I was reading about it only just now. Yes, here we are. Here we are. The Hotel Cosmopolitan Jewelry Robbery. John Horner, plumber, 26, was brought up on the charge of having abstracted from the jewel case of the Countess of Morcar 
the valuable gem known as the blue carbuncle. Wow, there's just no syntax to that sentence at all. Uh, what, what else, Milk? Well, it seems that this fellow Horner was taken up to the Countess's room by her maid, a girl called, um, Catherine Cusack, to do some kind of repair. Mm-hmm. Repair. When the head attendant of the hotel went in, a fellow called James Ryder, to see if the work was finished, he found the jewel case was lying empty and Horner had gone. Then he gave the alarm and Horner was found by police and they arrested him. The case has been referred to the Assizes. Hmm. Well, then the only problem remaining to be solved is the sequence of events leading from the empty jewel case in the hotel room at one end to the crop of a goose in the Tottenham Court Road at the other. Uh, I need a pencil and, and paper. Uh, uh, will you? Will you, Glim? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. A thousand gold pieces. Oh, my goodness, the number of orphans I could make happy with that. What are you going to do, Sully? Find the owner of this hat. H.B. Henry Baker. Yes, he began as a joke, and now he's become a mystery. We'll, we'll try the simplest method first, an advertisement. How's this moat? Read it. Uh, found at the corner of Tottenham Court Road and Warren Street, a goose and a black felt hat. Mr. Henry Baker can have the same by applying at 6.30 this evening at 221 Baker Street. Clear and concise, I think. Yes, if you've quite recovered from your astonishment, Glim. Sir? Just run down to the advertisement office and have them put this in all of the evening papers, will ya? Uh, All of them? Yeah, yes, what I said. Oh, and and Glim. Uh Uh-huh? On your way back, uh, just see if you can buy another goose. Another goose, sir? Uh, Yes, as near as possible, the same size as the one that your family's about to devour. Oh, 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 yes, sir. You're going to keep the stone, sir? Yes, here in my in my strong box. Because it's, yeah, it's so strong. And, and I'll just drop a note to the Countess to say that we found it. So, like, go on, Glam, go. Oh, yeah. okay, yes, yeah, yes, sir. Thousand gold pieces. Oh, I could start some sort of Bahamut-based charity or maybe a fun run. Oh, that would Henry Baker, if I'm not mistaken? Do do come in. Oh, thank you, sir. Sit down, won't you? Come on, sit down. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, thank you. I'm just going to put my butt right here. Yep. Oh, this is my good friend, Moot. Uh, how do you do, Moot? Uh, how do you do? Can I uh, tempt you with some whiskey and soda there, Mrs. Baker? Oh, yeah, you can just call me Flamikins. I used to be a pirate, and I'm very familiar with whiskey and soda. So thank you. I'll, uh, you know what? Just leave out the soda, if I may, Mr. Sully. Oh, mention the pirate thing. That's a little off topic, because I thought Flamikins, baker, you bake with flames. But, you know, uh, uh, whatever. You see, Moot? Well, congratulations, Sully. The very woman, as you described her. Now, Flamikins. You come, haven't ya, uh, to answer my advertisement? Is uh, this your hat? This? Oh, 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 yeah, undoubtedly. 
golden, then allow me to return it to you with my compliments. The bird, I'm afraid, we've been compelled to eat. Oh, oh, what? Oh dear! Careful, careful, Flamikins, you'll spill your drink. It was quite a necessity, I'm afraid, since in these modern days, we seem to have lost the art of refrigeration, uh, in which our Elizabethan ancestors were so adept. So, uh, However, there's this other bird here on the sideboard to which you are absolutely welcome as a replacement bird. Oh, that's uncommonly kind of you, Sully. Oh, no, not at all. Of course, we still have the feathers and the crop of your own bird. If you'd like to take them too. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, oh, you're an honest man, sir. Ah, but the disjecta membra of my late acquaintance are hardly likely to be of much use to me. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, ah. But, but I will have one more drink, if I may. Very, very small. Just. Oh, yeah, for sure. Most certainly. Would it trouble you, Flamykins, to tell me where you got that uncommonly fine bird of yours? Oh, not at all, sir. I'm a member of a Christmas goose club run by the landlord at the Alpha Inn near the museum. Of course you are. The Alpha Inn moat. Uh-huh. I got it there in exchange for my weekly four pences, which I've been paying since last uh, April. Well, that's... Pretty good value for 12 shillings, say Flamikins? Oh, yes, yes, I, I really am most grateful to you for your kindness, sir. I was set on by some roughs in the street and I, uh, I lost it. Oh, well, all's well that ends well, Flamikins. We were happy to find it, so, um, here's your hat. Thank you. And here's your new bird. Oh, I've put the old ticket onto it. The one that was tied to the other gluce's leg marked to Mrs. Henry Baker. Oh, how nice of you. I'm I'm, I'm much obliged, sir. Oh, not at all. A peace offering, Flamikins. A peace offering, sir. In point of fact, to my better half. Ah, yeah, quite. Uh, good night, sir, and thank you again. Good night, Flamikins. Uh, good night again. It's a long goodbye at the door it's here. It's a long goodbye. Yeah, we're just, okay, I'm going to go now. No, okay. I'm no, closing the door now. Just one more drink we before I go. We can't hear you, I'm sorry. I'm too oh, far to the no, side I'll, of the door. I'll take the glass. I'll bring it back tomorrow. Well, well, well. So much for Flamykins. Mooped. It's quite evident that she was innocent, of course, from the trap you laid. I mean, about the feathers and the crop. Oh, yes, evident. I suggest, Moot, that we turn that proposed dinner of ours into a late supper. I'll tell Miss Hudson. She'll forgive us. And in the meanwhile, let's follow up the clue of the Alpha Inn. Oh, by all means, Sully. I, I have to say I'm pretty intrigued. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid we're going to have to battle our way out through those infernal waifs who are making night so hideous on us. Humble doorsteps over here. Uh, come on, Moot. We've got work to do this Christmas Eve. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was a bitter night, and so we drew on our ulsters and wrapped our mufflers about our throats. We swung through the doctor's quarter of Wimpole Street and Harley Street, and so along the great thoroughfare of Oxford Street, where the crowds were thinning now, to Bloomsbury. And there, in a forgotten corner, we found the Alpha Inn, and from the rosy landlord learned that the geese for his Christmas club had come from a dealer named Breckenridge in Covent Garden. Yes, here's the market, Sully. What was uh, what was the name of the goose dealer again? Breckenridge. But I hear they go by Lipsinky Moot. Here, th- there it is, you see? The largest stall of the lot. There's a name written up over top of it. Yeah, we got here just in time. They're about to close up. Hmm, horsey-looking fella, isn't he? <laughs> what horsey? Oh, my God. Moot behind the horse. Yes, yes. Good for your moot, okay. Um, I don't think that's going to come in useful. Excuse me, uh, uh, Miss Lip- Lipsinky. Hmm? It's a cold night. What? Yeah, cold enough, I reckon. Glad to get finished. So that a geese, I see. Let you have 500 tomorrow morning. Mm, that's no good, I'm afraid. We want one tonight. Well, now, here there's some on that stall over there with the gas flare. Now, excuse me, sir. Well, we were recommended to you particularly, Lipsinky. Uh, oh, by who? Uh, by the landlord of the Alpha Inn over in Bloomsbury? Yeah, you supplied him with some uh, real good birds, he told us. Uh, where did you get them from, by the way? Oh, come on now. What exactly are you driving at? What? Nothing. Only I just wanted to know who sold you the geese. There is no way in hell I'm going to tell you. You're another one to pester me, are you? Another one? What do you mean by that? When I pay good money for a thing, that should be the end of it, I say. But it's, where are those geese? And who did you sell those geese to? Till I'm sick of it. You'd think that lot were the only geese in the world, the way some folk keep on at me about them. Well, I I can assure you that we got nothing to do with any other people who've been making any inquiries, Uh, Miss Lipsinky. In fact, all I'm concerned with is a little bet that I made. Hmm. What kind of bet? Oh, uh, well, you know, I'm always ready to back my opinion, and I bet a fiver with my friend here that the bird we ate from the Alpha Inn was country bread. <laughs> well, you've lost your fiver then, because it was town bread. No, nuh-uh, no, it was nothing like that. It was, I tell you. Do you think you know more about birds than I do when I've been in the trade for... Well, I tell you, it's country bread. It's town bread. Here, will you take a bet with me, too? Oh, it's pleasure. A silver? Every penny of it. Right, it's on now. Where's that ruddy book of mine? Ha ha ha! Here it is. Here, just look in here, Mr. Cocksure. Well, what's this? That's the list of the folk I buy from, see? And what do I do with the stuff when I bought it? Now then, look at that line there. You see? 
Uh, can you see it moot in this light? Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Oakshot, isn't it? That's right, Mrs. Oakshot. And what's the address, hey? 117 Brixton Road, Egg and Poultry Supplier. Brixton Road, Mr. High and Mighty. And that's the last entry under it, huh? December the 22nd, 24 geese at 7 and 6. And who were they sold to? Sold to Mr. Windigate of the Alpha at 12 shillings. Right. And what do you say now, Mr. Bloomin' Poultry Fancier? <laughs> well, I must say, I could have sworn it was country bread. All right, you win, Libsinky. <laughs> Here's your silver. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Come anytime. Come along, Moot. I owe you five, I think. Uh, yes, you very much do. <laughs> Easy money, that's what I say. <laughs> well, good evening. A Merry Christmas to you. Mm-hmm. Good evening, Lipsinky. Well, Moot, let's stand here by the gas lamp for a moment. I want to think. I tell you, I don't know nothing about it. Well, yeah, well, I did have birds and stuff. You get out of here, I say. Ah, fine, I'll take my birds and leave. I'm talking about my feet. You'll, you'll what? Baguettes, baby. The... The future's in bread. Hello, what's going on? Uh, it appears like there's some sort of quarrel right back there at uh, Lipsinky's stall. Mm, oh, yes, so there is. Let's see what's the matter. Look, look, the little rat-faced fellow. Do you see? Lipsinky's threatening him. Now, I tell you, I've had enough of you and your blooming geese. I was only asking you. Yeah, well, you've asked the same before, and you got the same ready answer. You and everybody else. One of them geese was mine, I say. Well, you can ask Mrs. Bloomin' Oakshot for it. She told me to ask you. Yeah, then you can ask Miss Ma'am Meow Meow for all I care. Get off now. Go on or I'll kick your teeth out. You're here. Yeah, he's going. Give it to him teeth. Go on, you bloomin' nosy Parker, you. <laughs> <laughs> the little fella's coming this way, Watson. It looks as if we saved our trip to Brixton. You want me to, like, bring out the crab claw and take him down? Uh, stand by just in case he gets nasty. It looks a bit of a shrimp, though, though. Not much trouble. Uh, here, here, my man. Not not so fast. I, I'd like to have a word with you, if you don't mind. What? Oh, here, who, who are you? What do you want? I couldn't help overhearing your little disagreement with the good salesperson over there. And I think I might be able to help you. How do you mean... How could you know anything? Who are you, eh? My name is Sully. Sully Holmes. And it's my business to know what other people don't know. Well, you can't know anything about this. Oh, on the contrary. You're trying to trace some geese, which was sold by a Mrs. Oakshot to Lipsinky right there, who sold them to the landlord of the Alpha Inn, who got rid of them through his goose club. Of which Miss Flamykin Baker is a member. What? Why, you're the very man I've been looking for, Mr. Sully Holmes. Oh, I can hardly tell you how much it means to me. Um, a moot. Be good enough to signal a carriage for us, will ya? Uh, yeah, certainly. Dance? Dance? Uh, hello? I think, my friend, we better discuss this whole matter in some, uh, cozy place rather than in the crowded street. We'll go to my room. Shall we? Uh, uh, what, what's your name? My name's, uh, Hill Hop 
Robinson. Oh, shit. I just said the heel and the hop and the Robinson. My name's Hilop Robinson. Okay, is that your real name? Because it's awkward doing business, like, when you're using a fake name. It's just uh, weird. All right. No, it's not Hilop Robinson. It's Hilop Ryder. Oh, head attendant at the Hotel Cosmopolitan, I believe. Yeah. Oh, quite so. You got that cab, Moot? Uh, it's it's on the way, Sully. Splendid. Okay, now would you just mind standing on uh, on Mr. Hillop? You said. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. On Mr. Hillop's other side, and uh, just take him by the arm, will ya? He might have a fancy to go for a little walk. Well, now here we are. The fire looks very seasonable in this weather. Do put some more coal on, would you, Moat? Mm-hmm. Now then, pray, take the basket chair. It's super comfy. Hill up. You, you look chilly. Uh, I'll make some more punch, I think, too there, Sully. Uh, we can all do with a warming. Oh, thanks, Moat. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, you'll find the lemons behind you on the gasogene stand. And the nutmeg scraper? Uh, there, behind the Persian slipper. Oh, you might hand it to me, will, will you, Moot? I, I'd like my pipe. Oh, of course. Here you Thank go. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, now, Mr. Hillop. Yeah, 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 sir. You want to know what happened to those geese, Mr. Hillop, or, or rather of that goose? For I, I think it was only the one you were interested in, the one with the black bar across its tail. Oh, uh, if you could only tell me, sir, I'd be that uh, that very grateful. Yes, uh, it's uh, really mine, you see. It's mine, mine, nobody else's. It was sold by mistake. Oh, and, and a most remarkable bird, if I may say so, uh, Mr. Hillop. Moot, can you hand me over my, my strong box, if you will? That bird laid an egg after it was dead, Mr. Hillop. What? The bonniest, brightest little blue egg that was ever seen. I have it here. Oh, merciful heavens! The game is up, Mr. Hillop. <coughs> Steady, man. Steady. You'll be in the fire. Hang on to move. It's all right, Sully. I've got him. Almost fainting, the poor devil. I'll, I'll get him a brandy. Poor devil, eh? Jeez, what a worm this guy is. He's not got blood enough to go in for a felony. Well, there you are, my man. Drink it up. Oh, oh th th thank you, sir. Oh. oh, what have I done? What have I done? Okay, you know perfectly well what you did, up. It only needs one or two more links. Moot to make this case complete. So, uh, Hillop, who told you the Countess of Morcar's jewel, the blue carbuncle? Well, it was, uh, you know, Catherine Cusack. The Countess's waiting maid? Sully! Exactly. And so you invented some excuse to send that unfortunate young horner into the Countess's hotel room. And then after he was gone, you rifled the jewel case, raised the alarm, and put the blame onto him. Yes, sir, I riffled the jewel case. I did it, sir. It was riffled. Mm-hmm. Oh, for heaven's sake, have mercy, Mr. Sully Holmes. I never went wrong before. It was Kathy. 
It was Kathy. She was to blame. Please, sir. Get up off the floor, man. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> God, you're needling me. You didn't show much mercy to Horner, did you? I, I'll leave the country, sir. The charge will break down against him. Oh, get up. Get up. Moot, help him to his feet, for heaven's sakes. What I want to know is how the stone got into the goose. Oh. I mean... What the hell, Philip? Uh, might I have another drink? I'm not sure if you deserve uh, it. Well, it was all a mistake, you see, sir. <laughs> Once I had it, I wanted to hide it somewhere. It was, uh, it seemed to burn a hole in me pocket. So I went to my sister's, you see, to think things out. Your sister? Maggie. She married a man called Oakshot. Uh-huh. Uh, she fattens fowls for the market at Brixton. Ah, Oakshot, eh? Well, I was thinking it out in our yard, see, smoking a pipe like, and uh, just like yours, and I uh, remembered that Maggie had promised me a bird for Christmas, so, uh, well, I had an idea. You force a stone down the bird's throat. <sighs> You're disgusting. Yes, sir. Well... Just then, Maggie come out to see what I was up to, and the bird got free for a minute, but I went and caught it. As you do, I had nimble reflexes and Maggie, and I killed it. I had a notion to take the stone to a chap I know up in Kilburn that told me once he knew how to get rid of stolen property. I know a guy who knows a guy. And I thought it would be safe from any search in the bird's crop, you see, sir, even if the police did take it into their hands to stop me. Ah, they weren't all that certain about Horner, you see. Aha! And when you got to Kilburn, it wasn't there. No, sir, so I rushed back to Maggie, and by the time all the other birds had gone to market, see, there was two of them with barred tails, you see, sir. I, I'd caught the wrong one. After it got away, obviously, I've, I've been at that stall at the garden ever since, uh, tr trying to find... Try to find out where it had gone. No, Mr. Sully! Ah, <laughs> uh, well, what are you gonna do, Sully? Apart from sanitizing where this guy's sitting, I'm not sure, but I think all things considered, it, it might be best to... Get out, Philip. What? 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 You mean? I mean, get out, man. Oh, oh heaven bless you, Mr. Sully. I don't want to hear any more from you. Get out. Oh, thank you, Mr. Sully. Get out! No, heaven bless you, sir. Well, well, a most singular and whimsical business, my dear Moot. Ah, uh, my dear Sully, shouldn't you have turned him in? Well, when all said and done, Moot, I'm really not retained by the police to, like, fix their mistakes and stuff. So, as soon as I send the stone back, the case against Horner will collapse and there's going to be no witness. Wait, all that talk about felonies earlier, this... This is this is one right now. Well, it's just impossible that I'm saving the poor soul. I, I don't believe you'll go wrong again. <laughs> He's too scared. Oh, God. Uh, besides, Moot. What? Well, this is the season of forgiveness, man. Listen. 12 o'clock. It's Christmas Day. Hey, pass me some of that delicious punchiest, won't you? And uh, tell me you forgive me, too. Well, I could never stay mad at you. But out of curiosity, what am I forgiving you for? For being so surly yesterday morning when you offered me compliments as a season. I return them now wholeheartedly. And here's to your health, old friend. My glass upraised. A Merry Christmas, my dear moat. A Merry Christmas, Sully. 
Oh, what a great show. Uh, the Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, it's based on the original stories of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. They've been uh, dramatized anew with original music composed by somebody from Epidemic Sound, Sir Moot. Uh, he played Dr. Moot, and uh, Sir Sully uh, played that of Sully Holmes. Uh, the program uh, was produced by us, us, all of us here at uh, Dumb Dragons Productions, for you. So, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Merry oh Christmas, my God. everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>